Till the tears run down from my eyes Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Welcome to the Tour Junkies Fantasy Golf Podcast. This is a throwback interview with none other than three-time major champion winner, Brooks Kepka. What's up, Golf Addicts? This interview is with Brooks Kepka. Now, Brooks has since won three major championships since we interviewed him. This interview took place back in December of 2015. He had won the Waste Management. He was approaching the 2016 season. This interview was an absolute train wreck, okay? Me and Pat had no idea what we were doing as Tour Junkies was just getting going just getting started so we are pathetic in this interview however the content that brooks says and delivers is quite interesting given his current state and current uh, resume on the pga tour and in major championships it's a short one we figured you guys would like to go back in time and listen to this one from brooks it's rather interesting you're going to pick up on some things that he basically prophesied over himself pretty cool now to see that he's a three-time winner twice at the U.S. Open, and once at the PGA Championship. This episode presented by MyBookie.ag. If you go to MyBookie.ag and sign up using promo code TOURJUNKIES, all one word, all lowercase, you can get a deposit bonus over on MyBookie. It's the best place to bet online. It's safe. Me and Pat have both deposited and withdrawn from MyBookie already, and it comes in a check. It's super easy. They can make it fast for you. They do crypto. They do credit cards. They do whatever you need to do. You can place all your sports bets over on MyBookie. They even do some fun prop bets for golf. Great golf offerings over there. So check out MyBookie.ag, promo code TOURJUNKIES. Go ahead and knock that out. And enjoy the podcast here with Brooks Kepka. Again, a throwback from late 2015 when me and Pat were idiots. And God... Brooks was, I'm just gratefully put up with us. All right, so here you go. Enjoy. Thanks so much for being with us, Brooks. How you feeling, my man? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, we're, we're super excited to have you. Um, you know, Brooks, let's just get right into it, man. You, you had an incredible season in 2015, 14 top 25s, 8 top 10s. You only missed three cuts all year. You had your first PGA victory at the Waste Management you know, summarize your year for us uh, as far as winning in Arizona, playing the majors, the world golf ranking. What was all that like, and uh, what did you learn uh, from last season? Uh, well, first off, I learned a lot. Um, you know, I, I tried to chase the President's Cup. We were a little disappointed we didn't get on that. But uh, overall, I mean, it, it, it was a great year. Anytime you win, um, you're doing something right, and that's a successful year. So uh, I was pretty pleased with it. But, uh, you know, obviously those three cuts, um, I'm not, big, uh, not a big fan of them, but uh, just learn from it. Uh, played a little bit too much, too much in a row. So take that into this year and try to tweak the schedule around a little bit and make it so we're not playing so many weeks in a row. Right. So, you know, when you get into the, the scheduling piece, um, you know, you, you said you played too many events. What What's kind of the plan going into 2016? Well, we're first going to start it off. We're going to go out to uh, Maui. 
uh, play the tournament champions out there and then do Phoenix, obviously. Uh, Got to go back and defend there. It's yeah. a fun week, uh, which is pretty cool. So do that and then do my hometown event in Honda at the Honda Classic. So that'll be fun. But as far as scheduling goes, we're trying not to play uh, more than three weeks in a row. That's kind of, uh, I figured out that's kind of my max. Um, we've done some stats and research, and usually the, after about the third week, I start to kind of fall off. But uh, just things like that. I like playing the weeks before majors, uh, WGCs. Uh, get that last little tune-up in uh, right before those those big events. That's awesome. Like it's good for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Brooks, one of the things I've always been interested in, I know I know in the off season has become a big deal for players these days. Tell me a little bit about kind of what you've been doing on the off season, what the focus has been for you, not only on your game, but, but maybe also your fitness as well. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my favorite part of the year. Um, the off season is nice to be able to get relaxed. I mean, we're not home. We're only home for maybe like 12 weeks a year, um, which I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you get home, you've got a lot of things to do. So uh, it's nice just to relax and not touch a golf club for a little bit. Absolutely. So, you know, you talked about playing your home event. Um, you said the Honda Classic, and then you've got, obviously, the waste management. So of the courses on your schedule, which which courses do you feel most comfortable playing? I'm, I'm a big fan of the harder golf courses. I, I really like uh, the majors, the WGCs. <laughs> They're just set up so hard, and I think that kind of favors my game. The approach that I have, it's um, it's just a mental grind. It's um, you know it's a physical grind too, and how long of a week it is, and, and the, between the pressure and all the mental preparation that goes into it. I mean, it's just such a long week, and I know when I'm done with them, I'm just completely exhausted. Um, you know, I got to take a day off, but I love that. Um, I love the fact that every shot matters so much. Um, you know, to be a major champion would be would be really cool. Um, be unbelievable. You know, you're in a an elite group there if you do that. But those those are the kind of things that I'm working for um, going into this year. Um, and, and those are the most favorable courses to me. I'm really a big fan of the U.S. Open setups. Well, on the other end of that, tell me about: Are there any courses out there that you don't feel you know really set up well for you? Yeah, every week I don't play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not. Not big fans of, but uh, <laughs> so if you're so if you're on the course, you're you're uh, you, you like it, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice being able to pick your schedule now and and have you've know, got certain courses. I'm not uh, I'm not too comfortable playing. Um, for example, Hilton Head. Um, just I played it a bunch growing up and had a couple tournaments there. It's just not uh, not my style of golf. Um, you know, you got to hit the fairways and be real accurate off the tee. And, um, I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hitting the fairways overrated, man. You don't you don't need that stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I know you've been asked this question before, Brooks, and, and probably most of these questions. But talk through your decision. I think it was in 2012. You decided to go play the Challenge Tour, go over to Europe as opposed to the traditional route. And I, I feel like you've kind of been a trendsetter for that. And people are looking at at that decision and then looking at your success now. What did you learn there uh, you know, that, you, that you didn't think you could get in the States? And do you think it gives you any kind of edge for European events or, or European courses at all? Well, I think it does. It gives me a huge advantage. I don't think people really realize you're playing. And the courses aren't as great um, over in Europe and the Challenge Tour and things like that. And you get used to traveling and, and having these 10-hour flights anytime flying in America. First off, that's easy. 
easy now. The travel is easy. Um, having to deal with like the language barrier, things like that, ordering food. Yeah. <laughs> and finding stuff to do. Like you can go to games over here in the States. Uh, if you got downtime, you can go to a baseball game, basketball game, something like that. Where over in Europe, you don't really have that. You're kind of on your own. But um, hey, Europe was really beneficial for me. It, it's kind of cool. I, I keep telling people about the passion. You know, everyone talks about the Ryder Cup and to see how the Europeans treat the Ryder Cup and, and their passion towards it is, is quite cool this year. Um, I was in Wentworth. Um, I went and got my Rookie of the Year um, trophy there, and they had their presentation for their Ryder Cup win. And just to watch the guys' passion and yeah. to see how much they truly care about the Ryder Cup. And, and I mean, all these guys are fired up. I mean, Rory's there. Um, Jamie Donaldson, all these guys that are played a key role into it, and I mean everyone from the team showed up. I think, and when you see that camaraderie um, and their passion towards it, it's it's really incredible, and it makes you know, like you want to get the U.S. side fired up too, and, and to see that side of it, and I want to bring that back to the U.S. side of it. Yeah, that's awesome. We hope to see you on that on that Ryder Cup team, and. You know, Pat and I are are from Augusta. We live in Augusta. Uh, talk to us about your first Masters experience this past year. I think you finished thirty uh, third. And, and you know, what do you think you'll do differently to prepare in twenty sixteen? Well, I was hurt going into the, this past year's um, tournament, so I didn't really get to play leading up to it. Um, this was never, and wasn't able to practice. So I love. I never got to see it before. Um, the Sunday before. So I'd like to get up, go see it a few days before, um, maybe take another little weekend trip up there and go play it. Um, and you can't see that place enough. Yeah. And it's, it's a special place, and it's really cool. And, you know, to be lucky enough to be able to play it is, is, is awesome. So if uh, let's just say if you did happen to win, what do you think uh, you might serve at the Champions Dinner? Have you ever, have you ever thought about that? No, you know, I was asked this the other day, and I had no clue. I was like, I guess I'll yeah that'd be good so so when you're out like on tour you know what do you do during your downtime if it's a tur- if it's a tournament week are you doing a whole lot of like are you hanging out with other guys on tour who do you hang out with on tour what do you do So you being a big sports fan, hanging out with DJ, who's the better athlete, you or DJ? DJ's a pretty good athlete, man. I'm not going to lie. Is he? Um, yeah, I mean, the guy's, I mean, six, what, 6'3". Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's an incredible athlete. He's, he really is. It's impressive to watch him in a golf ball, too. Is there, a, you know, he can dunk a basketball, too, right? Oh, yeah. Is there a better athlete on tour than DJ? Uh, pretty close. 
not the colors of you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. My heart skips skipping the beach. You're not close enough, so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music. Girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.